Okay. All right. Episode four. Zero, zero, four. Zero, zero, zero four. four. Okay. All right. Top tier Tom. Tom Nixon. What's up? Um, yeah. So, Tom, how long have you been here at Top Tier? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. You should have told me you were going to ask me that. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Uh, we can look back and modify and find out. I think it's been, I think we're going on two years. Just two years? No, I've been here uh, longer than two. Three and years. I feel, I feel years. weak enough that it's only been two years at m- most. That's, I don't think so. so what you're I saying, mean, how long ago was Will here? Over a year now. Okay. It was over a year. So you were here at least. He's been gone. You were you were still John. Ben Smith was still the only one you were coming here. Probably. So that's at least two years. Never met him. (laughs) 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 At least two years. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, I love it. I I love. uh, I did CrossFit. We moved to Winston Salem. My wife and I, um, Marissa. She's amazing. She's my best friend. Uh, Eight eight years ago now, and uh, From. from Florida. We grew up in Florida on the beach. Um, I went through undergrad, chiropractic school. We could open our chiropractic office wherever, anywhere in the country. And we picked Winston. We How? Didn't, we didn't pick Winston. Oh. Uh, it's, it's a, I'll give you the short version. We wanted to get out of Florida, change the seasons, get me out of the heat. Um, we heard a lot of things about Asheville mm-hmm. um, being a, a neat city. So we flew up. And the plan was just to check out the city. We went. It was great. Good food. Definitely didn't feel like home. Uh, so we took some time the next three days and just drove and, and prayed and just, you know, hey, what what might be home? And nothing, nothing, nothing. Anyways, we were driving back to Greensboro to fly back to Florida. It was 7.30 in the morning in July. And we pulled off in Winston-Salem to get coffee. Uh, we pulled off at the Oakwood Starbucks. As soon as we pulled off, um, it was just the, the most overwhelming sense of peace. And we really just felt like from, from, from the Lord, from God, just like, this is your home. So we moved here. We knew zero people. And we started a chiropractic office. Crazy. It sounds crazy when I say it, but it was a little crazy, but it was awesome. And the chiropractic office is Twin City Health. Twin City Health. always been right off, um, Silas Creek Farmway? Yeah, we're on Silas Creek now. We were on Robin Hood. Uh, across the street from the fresh market for the okay. first five okay. years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we outgrew that space, just needed more room. Uh, this building on Silas opened up. It's a cool building. It's, it's beautiful. Um, people in the community, they know it as the old Crocs and Saunders building. It was an old engineering building. I don't know, it been around for a long time, and so we took it over. We love it. It's good. Well, I mean, speaking for myself, like, I've gone to you for over a year now. Yeah. And Crazy. Have seen, have seen multiple benefits. From coming to see you on a regular basis, so taking care of your body's a decent idea. They say it's. They say yeah, it's it's, it's, it's an investment. It's an investment. Oh, for it's, sure. It's not an expense. It's an investment. One hundred percent. And that's coming from somebody who's had multiple surgeries and treated their body like a roller coaster. Yeah. So. Yeah. Some I have like lots of different questions, <laughs> and you can decide. You held up the hand like this. <laughs> okay. So how do you how did you decide to be a chiropractor? What, so what what is chiro? I mean, for people who don't know, yeah, what is great. How do you, chiropractic? Chiropractic, yeah. Yeah. Chiropractic. No, is it noun? The noun verb. Don't ask I mean, me. The, the noun. What? Chiropractic. I'm a chiropractor. What is? I practice what is chiropractic medicine. Chiropractic medicine. Okay, cool. <laughs> so what is, what is chiropractic medicine? What got you into it? You and Marissa are a team. So how does that? playable then how did you find CrossFit because you you were doing CrossFit before top tier um 
what is it like being a small business owner? Anything. Amen. Just so many things. Awesome. I love this stuff. <laughs> I hope I hope this adds adds value to our listeners. You know, I know there are there's so many different dynamics of people who come to the gym, um, which is so awesome. That's one of the things I love about top tiers is all just the different walks of life. Families, old people, young people, moms, dads, all just trying to be better versions of ourselves. So I hope this adds value for sure. I love these questions. Okay, uh, what was your first question? What's chiropractic? <laughs> uh, yeah, beautiful question. Okay, uh, first thing is this. There's, there's a lot of different ways to practice this idea of chiropractic. Uh, the this causes controversy in the chiropractic world. It causes controversy in the medical profession of should you go to a chiropractor or not. So I'll just give my perspective of yes, what please. we do. This is not me, you know, trying to say that this is the only way to practice. It's not. It's just what I have found works really well for me and for mm-hmm. us and for our patients and the people we take care of. So um, one of the overall arching. Uh, kind of themes or principles of chiropractic is one the body heals that that's not even a chiropractic principle that's just that's just the way it works no matter what you believe or don't believe if you get a cut on your finger the body works and heals so the body has an internal healing mechanism uh all of your body is controlled via your nervous system so when we're downstairs working out like that's all nervous system like when ben says stuff like prime your nervous system Right, like everything we do is controlled by it. So chiropractic involves the structure of the spine that protects the spinal cord and the nervous system. So my job is to just create structure and alignment in the nervous system, ultimately to give the body better function. So for some people, that means less aches and pains. For other people, it means more joint motion and, and more mobility. For other people, it's it's recovery. Their body just heals or functions or recovers at a better rate. We have a lot of chronic disease patients. Um, we, have, we have lots of wheels that turn in our office. Um, I call it, I have names for you guys. Uh, we call, don't, Ben will be offended, no one else will be offended. Uh, we have one wheel that turns that I call, we call the Lululemoners. Mm-hmm. You know who you are. Do you wear Lulu? It, I've never bought Lulu. I'm going to buy you some Lulu. Been given to me. It'll change your life. Do you wear Lulu? I, I <laughs> What'd you say? No, I, I get Go I've ahead. never bought Lulu. It's been given to me, but I've never bought Lulu. Yeah. Much more of a Walmart type of guy. I didn't come up with a better name. Walmarters? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so anyways, the people who, who value their health. Like you said, yep. health is an investment. Health is wealth, and, but just some people don't believe that or whatever. Um, but it is. So there's that group. And then there's another group. I call them uh, the Krispy Kremers. I call them this with love. Um, and so people know who they are. So that was my dad. So the way I got into the whole health field or chiropractic uh, was my pops. So in, in his mid-40s, my dad had back-to-back heart attacks. He didn't do this by working out. He had back-to-back heart attacks by smoking three packs of cigarettes a day. We ate like garbage. We ate fast food. They were entrepreneurs. They ran businesses. We ate fast food all the time. Uh, he had type 2 diabetes, high cholesterol, heart disease, open heart surgery. He was on multiple medications. They came along with side effects. He had more medications. Um, and after his open heart surgery, that's the one that just kind of woke him up. And he was like, because at that point, it's a fork in the road. It's either you're going to change your life or you're not. You're mm-hmm. going to quit smoking or you're not. You're going to start exercising and try to lose the weight or, or you're not. So thankfully, my dad was like, all right, I've got to make some changes. He did. In 12 months, he reversed every single diagnosis, got off every single medication. 
Oh my god! I got my pops back. He's seven. He's a a year. A year. He went. He went. uh, He went paleo before it was paleo kind of thing. Right. Just um, cut out all the carbs. He quit. He went cold turkey on smoking. He started exercising. Lost a hundred pounds. I mean, this is just y'all know. This is the stuff you guys do for people. Like it's Mm -hmm. it's rad. Like you guys Mm -hmm. change less by doing this. Like you're just Mm -hmm. educating them and empowering. It's not magic tricks. But mm-hmm. it's, hey, it's mental first. It's a decision in your mind. And this is for, I mean, this is all my patients. It's all of our listeners. It's like, it, it's, you say it all the time. It's a battle for your mind, right? So like if you make the decision that your health is worth it, you don't have to be perfect, but you can put the time and energy and effort in. You have some coaches or people alongside you who can encourage you, help navigate with you, what to do, help set goals for you. Um, and then 12 months later, sweet. So then fast forward, I was in high school. Uh, college, just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I was doing all the pre-med stuff. I like science. Um, I was sitting down with my dad one day and we were just talking about like, hey, I'm thinking med school. Here's what I'm thinking about doing. And he brought up, he goes, do you remember when, because I would have been a kid. So I would have been maybe like middle school. He's like, do you remember when I went through all those heart attack things, all that stuff? And I was like, yeah. He's like, one of the things that helped me the most, uh, he had a best friend, a really good friend. He's a chiropractor. And he goes, the thing that helped me the most wasn't necessarily like, the adjustments or it wasn't necessarily the nutrition. It was the thing that helped me the most when he sat me down and just taught me that my health was my responsibility. I'm like, yes. Like, we believe that. Like, the things in my life are my responsibility. I can't control everything, but there are things that I can control. And I can take ownership over my health. I can take responsibility for my life, my actions, my reactions. I can't control everything that happens to me. But I can't absolutely control how I respond to it. I'm like, yes, okay, let me just, like, how'd you do that? Chiropractic, that's cool. So I started learning about chiropractic and then, boom. Got it? There it Got is. It. That's the story. There it is. Nailed it. No, it's, it's <laughs> so stood out to me. One of the taking responsibility for our own lives. Like, you know, we can't, we can't control what happens to us um, to a large extent, but how we react to it, what we do. What we do moving forward, what changes we're willing to make. You know, we're talking about, you know, we had the, two heart attacks, we're kind of always at that crossroads in our life. Like, yeah. you know, come last last January, so 13 months ago, I had the choice, you know, to come on board here as an owner or not to. Like, it's, it, we're, always, we're always facing choices, you know, like when I face feedback or criticism or whatever for the way I program, for what we're doing here. Your haircut. My haircut, yeah, my haircut. Mm-hmm. Nice haircut, by the way. Yeah. We got, we, I don't know, do we? I don't know. Hair do Armor. <laughs> Shout out to Hair Dan. Sponsored by Hair Dan. Guys, I've been doing it for 40 something years. Yeah. I don't go there because you got to put a quarter in the. You got to put a quarter in there. I got quarters. <laughs> I went there one time and got a ticket. Oh. $12 ticket. Okay. For a quarter. For, for a quarter. <laughs> for a haircut. <laughs> um, what? And coming then, on as owner. Huh? You're talking coming on. Yeah, yeah. Crossroads. Crossroads. Always, and that's a lot. Like every day you wake up, little choices or small or small choices make, have big impacts because small yeah. choices are create habits and habits are how we live our lives. We, we are creatures of habit. And if we create good habits and reinforce those good habits, like I just read one of the favorite books I read this year. I only read a couple books this year or started a couple books this year, but uh, Faster Than Normal by Peter Shankman. Okay. Um, ADHD. Never been diagnosed with ADHD. No doubt in my mind I have it. Yeah. I would bet everything I've ever made that I have ADHD. Um, 
but it's like, don't focus on what you feel in the moment. Focus, focus on how that is going to make you feel 30 minutes from now, later in the day, at the end of oh, the day. Man. How yeah. are you going to feel? You know, like, I love waking up early, but I also love staying in bed. <laughs> like, once I get my feet hit the floor, I'm good. I'm up and I'm, I'm moving, I'm stretching, I'm reading. So it's just, it's, we're always at little forks or crossroads, and it's just, what are we going to do to... You know, Setting a goal and working backwards, like, how to get to that. And it's... And that feeling. And then, so that's that's one thing that stood out to me that's thinking about, like, every day, you know, what impact are we having? So, obviously, that had a big impact on you in high school and, you know, what impact we are having on our kids. Yeah. Like, watching us from day one. They are watching everything we do. For sure. So, that's just something for me, you know, with my, with my, with my daughter. Um, and then, the health as an investment, not an expense. Like people ask why we're expensive here, why you're expensive, and it's like one, we value what we do. Mm -hmm. I've taken a lot of time to read, to study, to learn continuously about program development, about coach development, um, and I think that's the that's the piece where okay, I'm providing a value ser value service to you. I'm not giving you a product. Right. I'm giving you a service, and that's something that you know, if you value it, then you value. Sure. It's not that I'm. It's, value myself at a certain dollar and I was like I bet I value my time um, and I, I do think like, that's like why I support certain things like that, that I think benefit your health and that's just through my lived experience so that, that really resonated with me and just my wheels just started turning really fast yeah but that's what happens with people with ADHD it started turning really really fast <laughs> <laughs> but there's brilliant people with ADHD well I mean no I mean Justin Timberlake <laughs> um, no, it's so true. There's a couple of things in there. It's like I want – like the things that – the decisions I make today make lasting impact. I want the decisions that I make today to actually create good fruit in my life and in my kid's life 10 years from now, 20 years from now. A lot of times those things are hard. It's not easy to take over a business. It's not easy to move to a city that you don't know anybody and start a practice that you don't even know if you can even help people. Uh, <laughs> it's just not. But those are decisions – um, you know, when you, when you lift your head up a decade from now, it's like, man, I'm so grateful. I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we put the hard work in. I'm glad we put the time. But it, when it comes to values, it's like, it, you guys have heard this probably before. It's like, if you look, look at your calendar and look at your check, no one has a checkbook anymore. Look at your calendar and look on your online banking statement. Like those are your values. Mm. Your time and your money mm -hmm. will go to the things that you value. Yeah. Like, like I, we, <laughs> I don't have I don't have the time or the money to work out, but I have the time and the money to sit on my couch and watch TV. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I mean, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, again, taking responsibility for your own actions. Yeah, um, yeah. and it's like, man, I, one of the hardest things for me, God, I love all my patients. It's so hard to see the dude walk in who's he hit retirement, he worked his tail off to get to retirement, he used his body well, whatever job he did, and now he's retired and his body's falling apart. That, that happens in my line of work. Man, I think the average age, oh, yeah. the average life expectancy for a firefighter after retirement is less than five years. Dude, you like get it's, wild. it's it gear, it's, wild. it's toxins, it's smoke, it's Well, and then taking away the purpose. Yeah. Like, you spend 30, 25 to 30 years, and your purpose is given to you. Wow. Um, yeah, so it, it's... Ooh. You guys want to open that can of worms up? Yes. I'm, one, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for purpose. Okay, 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 okay. One purpose. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. This, this is one. so fun. <laughs> this is like, gosh, this is a little bit in, in, of insight into me 
um, and maybe this speaks something to either one of you. When we started our practice, I wanted, I'm I'm competitive. I'm not good at CrossFit, but I'm competitive. Um, Not strong, but I'm competitive. Uh, So the same idea, it's like I wanted to grow the most successful practice, like most people, biggest numbers, helping people, people coming off medications, walking again, whatever, Um, which is wonderful and great as long as you don't do it at the expense of the things and the people that you love the most. Hmm. I've spent a lot of time and years uh, with my head down working hard at the sake of family, marriage, uh, and so this last couple of years, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm learning and understanding this idea of purpose. Like you can have a purpose, but your purpose, your true purpose is not that you're the best CrossFit coach. Your purpose is not that you're the best athlete. My purpose is not that I'm just the best chiropractor and I'm not in Winston-Salem. Um, but that there's there's more to it that to it than that because one day it's I call it the bus test. If I get ran over by a bus, do, does the practice go on? Do patients still get help? Mm-hmm. Right, like it, it, or does it all crumble? Like is it all sitting on my shoulders? Mm-hmm. So when we were new in business, yes, I would I would fail the bus test. But as we begin to grow and mature, and as you two develop other leaders in your bit in this business and this CrossFit, you guys develop other coaches who are incredible. Good job, by the way, <laughs> bringing on awesome coaches like Chris is it's phenomenal. Evan, I, t- I took his class. I mean, these guys are great. I've taken all the coaches' classes. Did those one? Okay. Um, good job. But as you guys develop other leaders, um, you start just kind of putting some of that stuff. But just remembering, like. When you get ran over by a bus, don't get ran over by a bus. But if I'm you did, to, but you know, no one's it's hard though. I mean, like, so where where do you, where How, do you, yeah, you shift have... from being the small business owner who's doing all the things yep. to that, like, and putting your head down and just getting the work done? What yep. changes did you make in the past few years that now? Beautiful. Yeah, I'm very curious. Team is team is everything. My wife is amazing. Marissa is the only reason our office exists. It's the only reason the office runs. I would have, I would be a sur- I'd be a lifeguard. That's what I would be. I'd be a lifeguard on the beach, surfing every day, saving lives, doing CPR. And that would be awesome. She's incredible. So she, the, the, anything I say from this point on is because of her. I am really grateful for her. Um, you guys should have coffee one day. It'd be fun. You should have uh, yeah. Multipliers. Get that book, Multipliers. Bye. I don't know, it's yellow. Um, <laughs> That's not a Malcolm Gladwell, is it? Nah. That's Outliers. Outliers. It's a Malcolm Gladwell. Yes. Yeah. Multipliers, yes. I don't mm-hmm. know. And Tipping Point, and yeah. David Gladwell. Oh. Yeah, those, those <laughs> Gladwell's awesome. great. Okay, uh, Multipliers, Raising Up Leaders. Raising Up Leaders. As owners, no one's going to do it the same way or as good as you might do it. That'll always be just a thought in the back where like no one's going to have the ownership level of owners because they're not owners. That's okay. We can raise up other leaders and the way you do it is by pouring into your team, pouring into your coaches, showing them what they're amazing at, having the hard conversations of things that we're missing. What can we do to get better? It's the same thing you do with us when we're downstairs and you're coaching us. Like, how can I get stronger? How do I get better? How do we uh, become a better lifter or whatever that is? You're just doing the same thing as team. 
his team, pouring in your team, developing your team. There's a lot of practical ways. You're the practical one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So she's like, how do I do this practically? <laughs> Ask Marissa. I'm like, uh, action steps. Like, <laughs> 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 Tell me. I'm not, I'm not the practical. I, uh, I mean, we have, we have quarterly meetings. I was going to say, how trainings. do you meet? Yeah. How do you she, give feedback? And do you do it formally? Yeah. These are Marissa will bless your life with all of that. She has all these awesome questions, quarterly meetings, all of the things. Okay. We, have, we call these things coffee chats. Okay. Y'all should really hang out. Y'all okay. get along, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom. So there's that. What were you talking about? Have you ever tested Fredolin? <laughs> no, I mean, I, they probably wouldn't try to. Fredolin and Adderall, I mean, it's like, you know. I don't, I don't, never, been, never, never, had them, never had them, but it's like, no, I need to learn you that book. It's great. Faster than normal. She's talking about how fast the brain runs, and like you're going, you're like three steps ahead and don't even mean to be of where you're talking because that's just where your brain is. I wouldn't be surprised. Fast, yeah, it's, it's great. Like, Peter Shankman, it's absolutely a yeah, great book. Do you, do you have, um, when you think about Twin City Health and growth, do you think of a second location? Like, what, what is the, because I mean, I feel like we just started reading a book called Company of One, and it's interesting thinking about maybe not, like, growing in a smart way, not in like a, you don't need like more overhead, more people, yeah, more you, space, like more locations, but, more and more and more. But providing more value to right. your existing like depth versus. I love it. Man, these are great. <laughs> These are great. These are all the conversations we, we think through often. There's definitely, even though know, the last couple of years pre-COVID where we had conversations of what does it look like to create another office? You know, what, what does that look like um, to, to expand? We talked about maybe a downtown location in Winston. Those things are fun and they're sexy mm-hmm. and they sound cool. Okay. <laughs> Practically, it's more overhead, it's more people to lead, more people to train, mm-hmm. and more problems that you can have, which is why it's like we've decided at this point it's depth, right? Mm-hmm. Like we can, not that the office will run with, without me or without Marissa there, but can it, mm-hmm. right? Like can, can I mean, that, that would be a good question. Like what does it look like? Can this whole place run sustainably without you two at the helm of every decision? And I think the answer is yes at some point. So sustainability, this changed my life too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, this is just my, for me, I mean, my personal faith, the definition of sustainability is I want to be used by God without being used up, right? So like, I want to be used. I want to be used. I want to achieve and, and create and do good things without being used up. And, and I think no matter what faith you are, it's just like no, no one's asking you to like, like no one's asking you to drive your life your body, your relationships into the ground for the sake of any business. That's something I had to learn. Because in year two, we, we became the largest chiropractic office in the entire triad in 10 months. Awesome. I would literally lay on the ground after I finished adjusting, I mean, a couple hundred people weekly and just fall on the ground. But I thought, this is, this is what I'm made for. <laughs> Because it feels good, and there's affirmation there, mm-hmm. right? Like you're yeah, a good doctor. Right. It changed my life. This is awesome, yeah. um, and, and all that's just wonderful. But um, it's not sustainable, not sustainable. So this is where, like, with patients, we'll see things like adrenal fatigue. Uh, in your world, you'll see burnout, overtraining. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've been there. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. No, no. <laughs> it's yeah. Um, so we talked a little bit about this is the ADHD community. The your purpose. Okay. 
Can we talk about it a little bit, you know, opening that can of worms? Do you believe you have one purpose in life, or do you believe, like, you can have, like, one priority, or, like, what is... So, like, for me, like, if I'm being very vulnerable, like, my purpose that I've realized in the last four years is to be the best dad I can be. Awesome. Like, that, outside of that, like, everything else just kind of fat falls into that. Like, if it doesn't support me... Now, there are sacrifices I have to make to do that that, that is rough to explain to my kid or um, whatever... But if it doesn't fit into me being the best dad I can be, then it's just like, well, then why, why am I doing this? Um, yeah. Now, I have different things like purpose, like from the military, from being a firefighter, from here at the gym, like service to others. Like, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at being a really good coach and trying to be a good business owner, um, trying to be a good um, employer, boss. But it's like, it, it all, it, for me, it all goes back to, Cow, you know, I was back in that order. So like, if we if we talk about you know purpose versus you know essentialism, it's one of our books there, like um, which is great for me. Like you can't you can only have one priority. Everything the word priority, if we go back to the root original, it means the the one, the top. Um, so it's like um, so purpose. Let's talk a little more. I, I like I like the deep the deep. I mean I know I'm all over the place in my mind, but like the purpose. Of, you know, what? How did you, how did you find? Because what you talked about, you know, this is my purpose. Like I'm sitting here serving, you know, hundreds of people a week. And how do you balance that with, with like you like you just said, your definition was to be used by God for people without being used up. I think if I just said that right. Yeah, um, that's good. But that's something that I'm I am You're dealing. Audit, I'm, dealing I'm dealing with learner. here. I'm dealing with here. You, you, should, think you so? should listen to audiobooks. You think so? Yeah. I've never been tested for it. Should we ask Melissa what her purpose is? No, we're we're gonna focus on this part. Let's answer the question. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Uh, first of all, good job. That's hard. So I mean, it's hard for any man, I think, uh, to take a step back and just reprioritize life, especially one who spent most of most of your life, all of your life, trying to achieve the things that you want. Oh yeah, I'm selfish yeah. as hell. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm so yeah. selfish. I am, and it's hard. Yeah. I mean, when you have kids, like it change, it changes you. Hopefully, it changes you. Um, yes. Okay. Purpose. I um, I, I spent the last year re, uh, just redefining um, what su- success mm-hmm. meant to me. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I wanted to be successful, but that meant stuff and money and practice growing a practice and achieving and, and being on stage and we would teach we taught all over the country chiropractors how to do this stuff and that felt successful uh i've spent the last couple of years redefining this um this idea of success which is all about family my marriage time with lincoln lincoln doesn't care uh how many people i adjusted when I come home and I'm I'm tired, he doesn't care how much you lift. She doesn't care yeah, how much you lift. Kyle doesn't care how much you squat. As long as I lift her, she doesn't care. Right? No, yeah, it's it's like they don't care. So when we talk, like, so if, I think that's just a good lens to filter um, things through. Like, uh, is do the things that I'm doing today serve my purpose? 
And if my purpose is to be uh, an amazing dad, which is, is incredible, it's, it's even just asking yourself that question. If little Cal is, sit, Cal, is, her name right? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is sitting here, it's like, what, what, do you, what does she actually want? Uh, what does she want? She wants she wants love. She wants connection. She wants daddy. She wants daddy time. Uh, she wants eye contact. She wants one on one dates. That's what she. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. But I, so just you know, so same thing for Lincoln. So I stopped working on Fridays. I started last Friday. <laughs> I moved my hours. It was the hardest decision I made. Mm-hmm. Like people watching this thing, like you're so stupid. Just take off on Fridays. It's so hard because it, 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 it's because so much of it of it's just been about me. Right, like the practice is about me, and if I'm not there, what's going to happen? And, and all those questions. And we've, we've spent years developing an incredible team of incredible doctors who work there. I think you've done a great job. Um, like thanks. going in, and every like I walk in, I mean, knowing people's names in the gym is a big deal for me. So like when I walk into your facility, and every single person knows my name, and I'm like, bam! Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they ask me how I'm doing. They ask me how Cal is doing, and it's you know it's. Whether I come in there by myself or with her, like I'm yep. always very so you've done that you've done an amazing job with your team. So sorry for interrupting. So I mean you asked like is there one purpose? I don't know. Um I want there to be I want there to be so like when we talk about the word legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, like like legacy. Yeah. I, I think that's important. Um I, I think we can for a long time I thought my legacy was like when I die Thousands of people, patients are going to come to my funeral, and I've changed their life. Um, nowadays, it's like, man, if, if the people around me, I want the people who are closest to me to actually respect me the most. Um, there, there's a lot of, I, I've, I've been this person, um, where I can be a different person to um, the people who are far away from me like patient like they're not my intimate yeah. so like but the like but to be that close with my team our employees like they're our family like if the people closest to me respect me the most i think that's a good win um so what does that look like to be so these are just some of the stuff i'm working through man i'm not good at any of this stuff i'm working it's through a, it. it's a journey like i think it's a process for sure yeah we haven't had any other small business owner we've had yeah, no, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think Eddie and Shama, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't. Greg, Greg Eddie, Shama, yeah. Chris, yeah. Yeah, but they're not mm-hmm. small business. So it's interesting, like, talking to somebody who's done this for eight years now, yeah. nine years now. Like, and we're still in year one. But we, we didn't start a business. We came into a business. Right. For the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent. Like, right. we came into something that was already set up. Now, we've had to make changes and stuff, but, like, the the basis was there for, for great opportunity. I mean, we've had, we've, sure. had, we've had a strong base of members. Um, so it's just different, but coming into that, like, okay, like, you know, taking, you know, a time set aside for Cal. Speaking of Cal, I'm back to go sit down and get her. Peace. So we, I'll, I'll be right back up. But, mm-hmm. um, purpose, I, if you want to answer that, mm-hmm. if not, we can delve into heart rate variability okay. um, and, I've, and sleep. Sleep is the biggest thing. So yes. I'll be right back. Okay. Let me get, let me get a little knucklehead. Let's do it. You want to talk heart rate variability? HRV? <laughs> we can. You know HRV? I don't know much. I, I don't wear any of the things okay. that people Wearables. wear, and I don't know any of the things that people. All this information that people get about heart rate and sleep and calories and stuff. I, I've never done any all of right. that. I'll what, dive is, in. what is that? This is a whoop. Okay. Whoop. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll dive into it a little bit. I w- I'm not a fan of wearables. Okay. I don't wear lifting shoes. I don't wear a belt. I don't wear <laughs> knee sleeves. I'm just not. I, I'm just not a fan of wearables. Yeah, okay. Um, I met an amazing doctor. Um, this was in Knoxville who treats a lot of other doctors who get cancer. Okay. Um, interesting niche. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not. Uh-huh. I, I don't ever want to be in that niche. Mm-hmm. He sees like it's. It's just not great. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about heart rate variability mm-hmm. from a, a standpoint that I'd never heard about. We hear a lot about it in like working out and exercise and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So let me give you kind of the overview and hopefully this makes sense. Um, if your heart rate is 60 beats per minute, yeah. your heart doesn't actually beat every second. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. like this perfect drum beat. Mm-hmm. There's variation mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Heart rate variability measures the variation in milliseconds mm-hmm. between that. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. The higher is what you care about. Yeah. Like, how do I win? The higher the number. <laughs> I do not think Yes, you way. do. The hi- <laughs> no, how do I become the best? I how do I? I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. Um, so the higher the number, the better in a trend. So my heart rate variability, I've only been wearing this thing for less than eight weeks. So it's still calculating my trends, but mine will tend to be somewhere around 65 to 75 is my, my heart rate rate variability. But the doctor I I talked to and learned this stuff from, he was saying the vast majority of his cancer patients are in the forties. So their, their heart rate variability is very low. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this has a lot to do with recovery. So when we are on the assault bike mm-hmm. and we're crushing it for mm-hmm. 30 seconds mm-hmm. and then we hop off for a minute, your heart rate's going to recover. Okay. Can I get sciency? Okay. You ready? What? You, yes. Sci- okay. Yes. Sympathetic nervous system. Okay. Do you know this? No. No. I don't know any of this. all right we have sympathetic nervous system and parasympathetic okay okay sympathetic is fight or flight mode okay when you feel stress when the amygdala is going crazy anxiety yes yes Yes. pressure yes but also when you're like doing burpees okay sympathetic nervous system okay um when you're running from something Uh uh-huh a bear uh sympathetic Okay. okay parasympathetic is rest and digest okay okay so it's calming it's Deep breathing. It's so during class, I'm a... Yeah, well, you're both. So, okay, these guys compete. Okay. On purpose. It's all part of your nervous system. This one, sympathetic, fight or flight mode. This one, rest and digest. So this one's like beat harder. This one says slow down, telling your heart. This one, work harder. This one, slow down. What you're, look, What the heart's trying to achieve is efficiency. Okay. We don't want your heart necessarily to be... Strong. Mm-hmm. Um, we want her to be strong. You don't want your heart to be like your heart's a muscle. Mm-hmm. Okay, big muscles on your biceps are awesome. Mm-hmm. Big muscles in your heart are not awesome. Right. Okay, we mm-hmm. want efficiency. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Uh, so sympathetic parasympathetic nervous system. A lot of times, our lifestyle will induce mainly sympathetic nervous system, where we're easily triggered by stuff. We can be easily triggered uh, emotionally. Physically, uh, it would manifest itself as anxiety. It can manifest itself as uh, headaches, migraines. It can manifest itself uh, as heart palpitations, throwing mm-hmm. off your hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're in a sympathetic state, it actually makes your digestive system slow down. Okay. It causes a slower metabolism. It can lead to things like metabolic disease. So a lot of our lifestyle 
poor food, lack of exercise, lack of hydration, um, not sleeping well, it, it, it all induces more of a sympathetic nervous system. So I say all that to say a heart rate variability monitor yes. will actually show you where you're at. And my hope is to, to increase my heart rate variability, creating efficiency in my heart. And hopefully that produces better outcomes of energy, sleep, rest, recovery. So what do you do to change your heart rate variability? Yes. Good. good. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Um, so I'll give you a few that I think are really helpful in okay. that most people can do and it would cost them nothing. Um, box breathing okay. is one of the best ones. Okay. You ever done box yeah. breathing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this is like, for any of our listeners who have never done box breathing, it's, you know, Wim Hof. That's who I heard it from first. The guy who mm -hmm. sits on ice. No, I don't know what that. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on ice. Then you know who Wim Hof is? Yes. <laughs> um, climb, Heart climb, rate variability. Guy climbed, climbed Everest and like shorts and sandals. Yeah, yeah. I told him well, he sits yeah. on ice. Um, so he she asked the ice? question. I, I don't know. That's why I also mm -hmm. sits on ice. Hey, we'll have to get a deep freezer here and start doing time trials. <laughs> How do we stimulate parasympathetic nervous system? How do we increase heart rate, heart rate, rate variability? Okay. Box okay. breathing. So okay. I do it. Inhale for four, mm -hmm. hold for four, mm -hmm. exhale for four, hold for four, inhale for four. That's it. It's very rough. Oh yeah. It's very, you, you, you so what you're trying to do is train your parasympathetic nervous system to kick on. You're breathing mm -hmm. and you're trying to tell yourself you're fine. These guys say it all the time. Chris said it all the day. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, no, it, you're fine. It's a, it's a, it's a. Like big deal. Like you're telling fine. yourself, like, like having that, like realizing that okay, this is happening to me. My heart rate is elevated. I'm choosing to do this. I'm okay. I'm okay. Like I am. I am okay. So box breathing is one Dude, thing. Her you can heart do. rate variability is probably so, awesome. I, it, yours is probably awful. <laughs> His is <laughs> awful because he doesn't sleep. This is step number two. If you want to increase your heart rate variability, get better sleep. Get better sleep. It's that just tough. It's so much easier said than done. I feel like sleep is this thing that is I'm you struggling sleep, with. Sleep, sorry if you've already answered this, but a sleep hygiene schedule, like a sleep routine. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. So, I mean, I think the routine creates the reward. So, if you want to sleep, you've got to create a routine. Okay, yes. so step number one, um, it, figure out what time you're eating dinner. Lights. Blue light. So, like computers, phone. Sometimes we're on them, especially when we're on a business at nighttime. That's just the way it is. Blue light blockers, those glasses mm -hmm. that block the blue light. Blue, the blue light from your phone triggers your brain to stop producing melatonin. Melatonin is your sleep hormone. Mm -hmm. You're not going to fall asleep after you're watching a bunch of that. So mm -hmm. either blue light blockers or on the phones, you know how it has the nighttime setting, the sunset? Mm -hmm. Make sure you're using that. Mm -hmm. If you're an Android user, get an iPhone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they, have it. they have it too. They have it too. Okay. Um, so lights out. I use a sleep mask. Mm -hmm. The darker, the better. It helps mm -hmm. you get into a deeper REM cycle, a mm -hmm. deep sleep. Mm -hmm. okay. um, I use a sunset lamp. So we have this, it's just a Philips alarm clock. Mm -hmm. And we'll set it for like 45 minutes. And over the course of 45 minutes, the lights dim. They dim. Um, reading something that is not business related. Mm -hmm. Reading something that's, that's just, whether it's fiction or something not business related will help you. If you're reading, if you're setting goals at 9, 30, <laughs> 10, 30 at night, like, no, you're not going to sleep. Magnesium. 
easy one, super mm -hmm. easy. I, I use magnesium glycinate, uh, mm -hmm. magnesium citrate's also good. Taking some of that at night is really helpful. You can also put it on your feet. You can also just rub magnesium um, on your feet is, uh, is another good one. So um, cooler temperatures help. That's what I've heard. Cool. 68 to 72 degrees is optimal. Yeah. Um, so, some people use like things to cool off their pillow, but I just flip mine over. So, um, <laughs> but the, I mean, those are just some of the things to help get into a better nighttime routine. And then the other side of that is figuring out a good morning routine, hmm. figuring out a good morning routine, uh, hydration first. You just slept for six, seven, eight hours. Hydrate. Uh, I put lemon in my water and I put spirulina. It's an algae, just just a lot of minerals. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a green, like a green algae powder. You do that. Some people it's sea salt. First thing in the morning. I do. A, it's called liquid IV. It's a little like, it's like it comes in a little propel packet. I just started doing it this past okay. two weeks. Cool. But I, I do admittedly have some bourbons usually at night. But I found that the liquid yeah. IV, sixteen ounces of that, like, and I feel great. I feel great like that. And, awesome. um, I used to do uh, OptiGreens, and now I'm just doing. I probably should go back to that. But I do Naked Juice, the Naked Green Machine. I do eight ounces of that, and then sixteen ounces of the Abbey, and then my coffee. Yeah, I love coffee. And, uh, coffee. I love so coffee. coffee. So if you grind yeah, your own grounds, so you only grind your own grounds. Yo, yeah, hundred percent. Not not only that, espresso machine. Oh, oh, oh yeah, full shots. Yeah, we do it right now. Yeah. Um. So yes to coffee. Get get the coffee. Um, yeah, I'm a fan of coffee. Love love coffee. Love don't put sugar in. Don't put crap in it. You don't need. You don't put crap in it. Uh, occasionally, like if I'm at the fire department and I'm yeah. like been in an afternoon, but no, usually I just black coffee. Nice. nice. I'm trying out several different types that I've been given and I'm enjoying it. Okay, what do you drink now? What do you like? Um, I do like the Black Rifle Freedom Blend. That's one of their dark roasts. I've never been a dark roast fan, but okay. their Freedom Blend has been very good. And I'm trying the Good Dude's Coffee, which is the Matt, uh, Josh Bridges, Dan Bailey, Rich Herning. Whoa. Yeah, and guys started crossfit coffee. coffee. Yeah, crossfit okay. coffee. Good dudes. I think it's the uh, Lincoln. The Lincoln. It's Lincoln or nice. Lincoln or Washington? I don't mm -hmm. know which one it is, but it's it's pretty good. It's a lighter roast, though. Nice. Cool. You don't drink coffee? Yeah. I don't like coffee, wine, or beer. Water, liquor. Uh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Weapon of choice. I say B vitamins in the morning. B as in boy. B vitamins give you energy. It's mm -hmm. good for your brain. Use mm -hmm. methylated B vitamin. Um, one thing about oils, fish oil, krill oil. Um, yep. Uh, a hybrid of the two. I don't know. Oh, you're asking me which one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think. Um, I, I mean, I've, I've I've done both. I've used both. I've had patients use both. I don't know that I have a preference per se. Mm -hmm. EPA and DHA is important. Mm -hmm. um, so that's going to be in your fish oil. This is really fascinating about the supplement world. So there's no FDA regulations no, no, on supplement. Okay, no, no, no. so they <laughs> lie to you. They lie. Okay, yes. there's two companies in the United States that make fish oil. There's 200 bottles. Yeah. Everyone just pri I, me too. We just private label our stuff. Yeah. Here, here's a cool trick. If you take your fish oil and cut it and put it on a styrofoam cup, and watch what happens. Either nothing's going to happen or it'll eat the cup. What do you want to happen? What do you think? Not eat the cup. <laughs> <laughs> Not eat the cup. It's a chemical. What? What's up? Hey, baby girl. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's a chemical called ethyl ester that eats the cup. So, anyways, no, just fun facts for anyone who has fish oil. Give it a test. Do you recommend fish oil? I like fish oil. Um, I don't. I don't love like 
every I'm not the guy like every vitamin <sighs> under the sun. Even in our office, I don't ever want to be a vitamin shock. Um, mm-hmm. I think vitamin D, D as mm-hmm. in dog, is going to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, for most people, it helps to c- I mean, control 98% of your genetics. I think vitamin D is good. I think you should get it blood tested. Just ask your doctor. It's a blood test. I think you should. I think, I think people should go to their doctor and get a blood test. I think blood tests are helpful. I think mm-hmm. it gives you an insight into what's happening. Even for us, like when we're young, we don't have issues. Like I run blood tests on myself every year. But it provides year. a baseline. Yeah, it gives we you get, something. We get we get tested every year at the fire department. I don't go to yeah. the primary doctor, but every year, like I look at it and keep record of it. Yeah. Um, so that I'm aware of not that I really understand it. But <laughs> <laughs> you can catch that on blood work before yeah. you can catch it. You know, when, when it's inside tracker. Have you ever done anything? No, inside I, I know about it. I've heard about yeah. it. I think they run good panels. Um, I think they do a good job with human hormones. Mm-hmm. Like even for men, like even at this age. In, in stage of the game, you can run your testosterone. Yeah. Like, yeah, chances yeah. are it's not low, like deficient. So the mm-hmm. scale is like 250 to 1,000. Uh, wow, man. That's it's just wild. a huge scale. So if you end up at 300, your doctor's like, oh, that's fine. You're normal. But it's like, oh, well, as an athlete, I'm using my body a lot. I'd like it to be closer to like 700, 800. And so then if you're aware of it, you can just do some stuff naturally. <laughs> Should we say that? Naturally, to increase your testosterone, uh, which would just be, D- I, I would do DHEA. That's what I would do. What, hey, sweetie, what do you need? Baby? So, okay, so you said for heart rate variability, sleep, okay. box breathing. We're going back there, thank you. Um, I have what he has. I am. Okay. <laughs> no, it's just fun. I've never realized this about well, you. But, you can get two years um, um, I want to hear <laughs> more about how to. <laughs> make it better but God for somebody I, for somebody I don't know how to do the heart rate I would have to have a whoop or something too I can't oh, I, I don't know my heart <laughs> I would do a whoop I would do the You're other saying I have to have something to know this I can't just like figure it out without <laughs> something right is that what you're saying you see no you can't um discount <laughs> heart rate so I would do the whoop or the aura ring is a ring version that you can do. I have heard for CrossFitters, it's tough to wear a ring because it's made of metal. Oh, it's a metal one? It's a metal ring, it'll scratch up. Uh, It just doesn't feel super good on the bar. So I I think- How do you feel like Apple Watch does? Like I don't know. I just started wearing my Apple Watch again. It's charging right now. I just actually Googled it. Burned 575 calories in the hour that Chris was coaching. That was a low, I thought, I mean, 20 minutes is a good time to be moving. Other than that, you know, you're only really moving for 20 minutes. Still about 600 calories in an hour. But it tracks heart rate variability. Yes, it does. Um, what is well, yours? Let me know. One minute. I'll have to look into that. I don't know if I've... Yeah, I have to look into that. Mm-hmm. But it, I know it tracks it, but I'm using it more for sleep. Like I found, I paid $30 for the app pillow for a year. And I was like, this will force me at 9.30, I get a little reminder, hey, you need to set your phone down. And then once I turn my pillow app on, it silences my phone. Nice. Like I can still get like my active nine one one for the fire department the messages if I don't silence those when I'm like, at home I'll silence them. But that way I'm like nine thirty ish, but it reminds me nine thirty like it's 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 done like I'm not going to respond to you yeah unless it's in my unless you're in my emergencies like where I how set how many hours you get when you're not at the department? I from time that it it goes into. Time that I get up is usually seven and a half. Okay. But the issue is how much I wake up during yeah. the night. Oh. Even when you're not that in the apartment? Is, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. Okay. I wake up Same. so much during the night. Um, like I, I actually will fall asleep. Like if she's happy, I will follow my daughter. Just to clarify, anybody who's not realizing that she's over there in the corner, if she's happy, I'm good. I my my pillow, I'm out. She might be awake, like playing or whatever. I've got some funny recordings on my phone, but like I'm out. Like I am done. Like my days, I'm good. But I will wake up. Sometimes I can fall asleep. Sometimes it's like, yep, here we are. So that's it. That's uh, yeah. I don't know, but I'm, I'm working. Something I'm working on. HRV, but, baby. Yeah. Um, look at your look at your look at your watch. Yeah. yeah. Let's see, I'm, I'm gonna pull it. See if I can pull it. I struggle, I struggle with the waking up in the night too, and then my mind turns on. And then okay, so what? Man, that's and then tough. anxiety yes. and all of it. Yes. I struggle yes. so much in that area. Yeah. How how accurate do you think is that is like for your strain for the day or your stress levels things like that like. I know we talked about the nervous system, the nervous system being like basically runs the, it runs the body. How accurate, and then I don't want to get caught up, like I am big on data, like giving me data points, like that's why I believe in progressive overloads, why I believe in progressions and, and very, not, not constantly varied, varied workouts, but not constantly varied, because otherwise you don't know if you're improving. Right. You know, and that's... Yeah. Matt Fraser speaking there, it was, you know, it's... it's There's wisdom there, for sure. Yeah, yeah it's, it's thoughtful. So how accurate do I think it is? I, 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 again, I've only been wearing this thing for a little bit of time, so I think this has more to do with trends. So I do okay. know that when I'm not sleeping well, when Lincoln's waking up in, in the middle of the night, my HRV will drop. So I think it's accurate for sure there. I'm not going to – it does tell you like if you're quote-unquote ready to like work out, mm-hmm. yep. um, I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> and I'm going to tell myself when I'm ready to work out at this point, at this point, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, cause I, I don't know, but that's just me. So, but I think it does a really good job of picking up on, especially with sleep patterns and sleep cycle when you're just not, when you're deficient, there is such a thing as sleep debt. It's yeah. definitely a thing oh, of yeah. such a sleep debt. And then yeah. the problem is like, if your body's going to make it through the day, your adrenal glands got to kick on and then you start running on adrenaline, which only feels good for a little bit. Good debt. That- <laughs> Adrenaline feels amazing for a little bit, and then you're like, you, <laughs> feel like you just got hit in the head with like a styro, a frozen styrofoam baseball. That's what I say. I went on adrenal support, I don't know, five six years ago, uh, just during a really intense business stressful time, uh, and it was really helpful. What do you? It, it what is very, it? What do you? I used it. Adrenal, it was from a company what called. What is adrenal support? Yeah, it's usually adaptogen herbs. So adaptogen herbs do what it says. It helps your body adapt to stress. They're usually replenishing to your adrenal glands. So ashwagandha is one of them and rhodiola. Mm, I used a company called Bioray. Uh, you can find them online or Amazon. It was a, the supplement was called like loving energy. Mm. <laughs> woo woo. Okay. Uh, I found a my dad. So this is from February 4th to the 5th. So back to my birthday. Um, thank you. So... This is, it's not really a heart rate variability, that's what it is. So I was supposed to get rid of sleep. So my sleep quality was 38%. That's great. Yeah, it's great. If you're not trying um, to sleep. But look look how... You woke like up 11 was, times. Oh yeah, 11 times. 11 minutes to fall asleep, which that's is probably pretty accurate great. if we listen to audio recordings. In bed, 8 hours and 25 minutes, because I was in bed till. You listen to yourself sleep? I, you can turn it on, on your, you can turn their audio recording on your phone. No, oh, she'll, wake up and she'll wake up and talk to me. Like, she'll wake up and talk to me. It's, oh, there's some funniness. Yeah, there's some funniness. So strange. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Kick the cart. Um, so, heart. Yep. That's all, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't want to listen to that. Uh-uh. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. So there's what you see is basically. I don't know if I don't know what spiked it there at two thirty. If you are if you are doing a stimulant at night, so alcohol no, is alcohol alcohol is depressant. Alcohol is a stimulant when it goes through. It's a toxin, so your yeah, body uh huh. See, and your liver goes, oh, this belongs not inside of me. I'm gonna get it out, and you basically are detoxing. Detoxing does not go with sleeping. So if you're going to do a, a stimulant at night, take charcoal before you go to bed. Charcoal would bind to the alcohol and help get that out of your system. I'm not your doctor. I am your doctor. I'm not your doctor. I'm not their doctor. Um, so ask your doctor. This is not medical advice, nor do I endorse. We're just talking. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Seriously, right. something now we'll have to look into for sure. I, I, yeah. If you ever do like a detox or a cleanse, and you take a detoxing thing at night, you're not going to ever sleep good. You're you're telling your liver like, "Hey, let's get to work," and then your brain's like, "We gotta go to sleep." <laughs> yeah. Try that. Give it a shot. Okay. Charcoal. Yeah. Activate charcoal. Whole Foods. Amazon. Now, we we on the fire we used to give are certain. Let's just say certain EMS protocols used to be to yeah. give activated charcoal sure. to. Yeah. So a kid goes under the sink, yeah. yep. drinks uh-huh. some poison. Yep. yep. Yeah, same thing. So, okay. so it's just. Same just, thing. Except I'm not trying to throw it now. I'm just trying to get the bind. <laughs> no, no, no. So, no, no, so no. it cleans it out. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't drank and thrown up in a long time. I keep, I keep it fairly minimal. I just like a couple bourbons at night. That's it's old fashioned. I yes. I'm an old fashioned guy. Yeah, I'll have to make you one sometime. Killcliff actually goes very good. I don't oh, know. Really? Yeah, I would say Killcliff is like completely. But they they promote that. It's not very like, fancy. They promote. No, it's not. It's no, not, I'm not very fancy. No, I'm not very fancy. Um, I'm not very fancy. It just tastes good. Uh, what else for heart variability? Water hydrating half your body weight in ounces of water. Get it in. Some people shoot for an ounce of for their body weight, but for most people, just starting out, do the math. Take your body weight, divide it in half. That's how many ounces yeah. your body needs a day. I think that's a good baseline. Yeah. I found I found for me hydration is going to vary completely on one the weather. Like if it's in the summer, then I I'm, I I sweat yeah. and I'm working out. Yeah. But if it's in the winter and I don't I do a workout that's not super strenuous or that I don't sweat all day, then it's less. But I think I think it varies. I think learning to listen to your body. Yeah. About that, but to do to you know I was reading something about intuitive eating. Well, to be able to intuitively eat. You have to have had tracked your macros for a while, or tracked your my like tracked your stuff. You can't just say, "Oh, I intuitively eat." Like I know I've, t- I've told <laughs> that you, that means I eat what I want. <laughs> yes. No, I've never done it. I've never tracked macros. You've never tracked. You've never tracked anything that's like. No, I'm but still working. But you're very, I mean, anytime I go into your office, it's got a who's the Doctor Max. Always on the line. Axe. Always, axe. I see. I was close. I was close. <laughs> Doctor Max. Doctor Axe. I always talking about you know holistic foods for and, sure and how food is our first line. Hundred I mean, percent. Yeah, and yeah. I believe that. I, I've just never, I've never counted. Okay. Like actually done the yeah. math. I, I I I have when I'm when I was training when I was training to compete. I okay. was very big into that. Um, not not as big as certain people like the elite athletes, but mm-hmm. um, now it's like I just want good protein. That's yeah. the basis for for me. Good, good protein is the base. Like. Um, I found if I'm eating chicken, pork, beef, um, fish, and then basing everything around that, like I'm good. Yeah. Like I found in, yeah. It's good. 
clean nutrition. I mean, nutrition matters for everybody. Yeah. Whether whether you're an athlete or you're just trying to be a dad when you're 65. I want to be a cool grandpa. That's like, just even with exercise, just to be, I mean, I mean, this is the first place, first CrossFit gym I've ever been consistent at. Um, which, I mean, being in the health field, like teaching exercise, teaching how it's so important, it was definitely one of the, the last things for me to be, honestly, like, this consistent with. Um, I think it just says a lot to your coaching staff. I think it says a lot to your team. Um, it, it's, it's just been really great. I mean, I, I did CrossFit when we first moved here. I'd go like once a week. Where did, if you don't mind me asking, where did you go, in 2012? It was the one by Trader Joe's, CrossFit from Trader Joe's. Kevin Boyles, CrossFit Winston Sam. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like those guys. Um, grungy. Uh, they're, they're, they're good people. And um, they moved out wherever. So I went over there like once in a while. Um, and then this is honestly the first place I've ever been consistent at. You know, but it, it's, it's healthy habits like we talked about earlier. Like for some people, if they're trying to make health changes, They'll get so overwhelmed by nutrition and exercise, and I can't drink bourbons, and I gotta take charcoal, and he said heart rate like they're like heck no. So it's just like, what's the one thing I can do, right? Like I can't do all of it, but what can I do? So I think like nutrition was definitely a big one for me, like changing all that. Again, I grew up eating McDonald's every day, you know. So changing all that, and then came exercise being just a consistent thing in my life. So yeah, for me, the nutrition. What kind of changed for me was I realized, when I realized I could get a sirloin, like make like from Walmart, not nothing, any, not any of these like wagyu, just a sirloin from Walmart, <laughs> a wagyu, and and a bag of broccoli and like a potato or for even frozen French fries, and then just put them in the air fryer or bake them, and eat for the same price I could eat at Wendy's or McDonald's. Yeah, but like food that I really liked. Well, like, actually, food. <laughs> It, Real it, food. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it, Again, I love broccoli, so I just eat a ton of broccoli, and I should probably have more variability in that. But it, it's, yeah. it's, it, but it works for me. It's like, amazing. Broccoli is it, incredible. It, 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 it's, and all I need to do is put a little sea salt and pepper on my broccoli. I don't, I don't even put mm-hmm. cheese on it anymore. I mean, I might, occasionally I might put some ranch or something or some honey mustard, but it's like – and then a sirloin. Well, my favorite is a chuck eye steak, and it's like I'm getting lots of good fat. I'm getting, getting my micronutrients, and I love potatoes. Fun so, fact. Bro- broccoli is amazing. Amazing cruciferous vegetable. It helps to – metabolize excess estrogen in men. So men who have man boobs, eat broccoli, it'll help increase your testosterone. Hmm. Fun facts. Fun facts. Quick little fun facts. I think something that you said that has resonated just because I've had so many conversations with all the new people that have kind of come to found top tier during COVID. Yeah. It's so easy to get like overwhelmed. People have gained weight, they're anxious, they're depressed, and like, what do I do, what do I do? Mm. Like, just show, like, show up and um, but then they're like, well, do I, what I do, do I, do I do this nutrition? Do I do, like, yeah. it, but just picking, or even like, I think about, I mean, Ben with coaching with me with cues, sometimes when, when a coach gives too many cues, it's like, you know, so just picking one thing to focus on. So whether it's showing up or focusing on making certain meals or yeah, there's just so many different options and people get overwhelmed and then they shut down. For sure. And, and it's never a one size fits all with nutrition and health, right? So like, this is where, I mean, options are so helpful. I mean, even, I mean, there's so many simple ones, right? So it's like, even with nutrition, it's like, just 
let's um let's just stop doing processed foods right like if you can just start making the switch to to real food like that's a huge win for some people and then on the other side there are people who want they want all the things you know um but then there's also the person who just gets overwhelmed by time right like they're a mom or dad they have kids they're like i'm not cooking this stuff so then you just start trying to figure out how to outsource things um you know, whether it, it's clean eats or, mm-hmm. you know, we get all of our groceries delivered nowadays. Um, it, it just, it's, these are things you can outsource. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, I mean, with, as being a business owner, you're taking on more stuff. You're gonna have to start outsourcing things in your lives. Um, mm-hmm. Just start outsourcing the things you don't wanna do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's just trying to figure it's out exactly what we can outsource. Like, I love to cook. I'm not a good cook. I just like to cook my own food. Like, yeah. I like my steak cooked a certain way. And if, if, I, if I mess up, I don't want to blame the, somebody else. I want to blame me. Again, just so I take that responsibility like it's on. But it's, you have control issues? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. I don't like to cook. I just have control issues. <laughs> I do like to cook. I do. I'm just not good at it. I like to. <laughs> I, might, I might have some control issues. Cows, I have control but issues. But for all the new people coming in, it's like those, like that's so that's the fun stuff. At least for me, like with our patients, like that's the stuff that I, I love. Like let's navigate through this conversation and figure out what works for your life and what doesn't. Right. You know what changes can you make? Maybe you can't make all of them, but you can do something. And everybody's coming in with different goals. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, just getting to know them and. But yeah, first step is come. It's it's intimidating coming to a new gym, oh, for especially sure. if you're not feeling great and you've been isolated with COVID or you've gained weight or all all the things. Especially with the length, and this is obviously it's a special gym. It's different. It, you're not you're not walking into a YMCA. You know, mm-hmm. especially with the language of whether it's CrossFit or even functional fitness, um, people have in the back of their minds um, whether they've heard it from someone or whatever, like oh functional fitness or or CrossFit causes injuries. Like you guys have heard that one. So people come in with a stigma in their head, you know, I've had that question so many times, not so many times, but from people like, um, oh, but doesn't functional fitness like hurt you or Mm -hmm. cause it? I'm like, everything comes along with a risk. Like you can get hurt walking across the street. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean the street's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't mean walking is bad. Doesn't mean walking's bad. Here, here's, uh, I actually answered this for a patient recently, and I think this will help, maybe help um, people. So we are talking about CrossFit or functional fitness, and does it hurt people, and should I not do it? So I think the reality is the movements that we do, when we call them functional fitness, there's this idea of one day you're going to go sit in the toilet and poop, and that's called a squat. That's functional fitness. <laughs> cool, and you should be able to get back up. Functional, <laughs> functional fitness. Um, I think the difference is, uh, there, I think there is a higher risk to some of the moves that we do, but there's also a higher reward, higher risk, higher reward. How do you see, how do you treat risk in your life prior to working out? That might be a good question. Here's why. When you're attached to a Smith machine and you're doing a squat, there's less risk. But the, the, the counterpart to that is you're not using any of your stabilizing muscles. 
you're not actually engaging things like your core that you should be engaging. Uh, you're not actually working on proprioception, which is your balance, like to be able to do that. So when you're doing a normal squat with a, with a barbell and some plates on the side, you're engaging those things and you're actually benefiting your body more. So that's how I answered it. I think it makes a little bit more sense. Like, no, it's, CrossFit doesn't just injure you um, at all. And functional fitness is amazing for you. There might be a little bit higher risk, but I think the reward outweighs by far the risk. My two cents. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and you know, go into me constantly trying to develop better programming. That's why you'll see the TBS Thursdays. Yeah, yeah. Like realizing that we don't, you don't have to barbell back squat all the time or barbell, you know, barbell squat. Period. The ATG split squats. Like I can't wait. Like I mean, I'm excited for people to compete in the open and to kind of peak their fitness level to go back into start building a baseline. Me and uh, Melissa were just talking today about like I programmed some. Uh, Seated Z presses for her yesterday, and I did them myself. Seated Z presses and pike push-ups. So hard. So hard. So hard. Actually, like, get really strong shoulders, and talk about working your core, core, like your midline stabilizers. Oh yeah. Like you know, so just something. I mean, and then talk about just off the wall, like throwing a inverted single arm inverted kettlebell press from the Z press. So it's just you're doing a Z press. But now instead of the dumbbell, you're holding an inverted kettlebell. Oh, so you're holding, inverted you're kettlebell. Holding, you're holding gotcha. kettlebell. Even, even like so, a pink kettlebell is so, like... Yeah, so and then, and then so to make it even more complex, mm-hmm. like people don't think about like, all right, now hold a heavy kettlebell on this side, just hold it here, and then do the presses on this arm. Well. Like, but it's, it, you, you're, that's, that is functional fitness. For sure. And, but it's, there's nothing sexy about that. Right? <laughs> like, there's nothing fun. It's not doing handstand push-ups, but it's like earn your handstand push-ups. That's from Marcus Hilly Whoops all and say that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like that. Earn your <laughs> earn your handstand push-ups. Earn your ability to do a snatch. Like, but focus on building that base first, and then then your chance of injury. Yeah. Like right now, yeah. I worry about hurting my back. I, I, I don't. Don't never. I, I've done. Right. I've hurt my back so many times in the past from the military and functional fitness by not building a baseline. Like when I first started working with Melissa, like how many dead birds and bird dogs did you do? Dead it, bugs and bird. Dead, dead, bu- dead bugs and bird dogs. Yeah. Bird, and no, no, and no, bird no. dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dog <laughs> birds. And then how many of them were banded? And then it's just like, it's, it's working yeah. through and building for sure that base that I think a lot of gyms don't do any sort of big cycles because, oh, you just need to be the fittest you can be today. <laughs> and it's like, well, what, what does that actually right. mean? What does that mean 20 years from now? What does that mean five years from now? For sure. Let alone 20 years from now. When you're talking about, I just want to be that cool granddad to put with my kids. What's up, sweetie? No, it's, so, it's so good. Because then you get the guy who like has some level of like fitness background, who's Whoa. strong, mm-hmm. but has no idea how to move like this. Yeah, no, so they're strong as snot. So it's mm-hmm. like, well, dude, let's load it up. Let's go. And then, okay, now you're jacked up. Now you're injured. Crossfit didn't injure you. Functional fitness didn't injure you. You're just... You're, you're, you're an injury waiting to happen. You just haven't done it yet. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We probably need to wrap up. But I was going to ask, what are your goals? Hashtag goals. Be a good dad. Be a good husband. Do you remember when... Uh, I like Will. Hey, Will. Shout out to Will. We should shout out to Will every time. Um, when when Will was at Blue Rock, mm-hmm. that's when I met Will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
He's first gonna, time we met you when you were at Full Rock. He's getting um, adjusted, and we were doing a lot. That, that was grid, grid games, he was or grid, grid, whatever yep, that yep, was. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Um, he used to always say, even back then, even when he was here, remember why you're here. Okay? Mm-hmm. Remember why you're here. And it was always just good for me, because um, when I walk into a competitive environment at all, I just, this ego happens. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's but that's actually not why I'm here. I'm not here to feed my ego mm-hmm. or to win anything. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean, like you talking about my funk, like fitness, like the reason why I come to or work out. Both, both, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it, it sounds like it all goes back to the uh, yeah. At this at this point in my life, it really does. I think I'm just really trying to dig some deep roots into this new definition of success for me. And part of that is taking care of my health spiritually and emotionally and physically, uh, being consistent with, with working out. And part of that's just following through mm-hmm. for me. It's just not, not cutting, not cutting corners, so, so to speak. Um, uh, yeah, I do think a lot about when I'm older, I want to be a cool grandpa. Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. I want to be a cool grandpa. Uh, I don't want to be the grandpa. It's just for whatever reason, not cool. Uh, <laughs> I, want to, I do want to do that. Uh, I would do the open for the first time. Okay. Whatever that means. Just, I can't do a double under, so. Or muscle yeah. up. You can do muscle ups. A, a muscle up. I do a, you're right, I can. Yes, so you can do that muscle Have you worked on your double unders? Uh, no. Have you ever come on through this? No. No, because you got rid of the 30 class. You want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I love that, though. Just remember, remember why you're here. I think yeah. that's, I think, it, I think Lily's did a really good job of uh, just reminding us. Um, reminding us that that's good. So. Okay. Any closing Y'all are awesome. Circle. Grateful for you guys. I think you guys are doing a stellar job. Keep, uh, keep asking the good questions. Keep growing yourselves. As you guys, as you guys grow, it's all gross. So. Oh, man, we're figuring it out. But, yeah. Thank you for your time, Doc. Thank you. Thank you.